When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Night. 10.36 p.m. in the East, streaming live on Bride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? I'm fine. You know, if we uh, if we did it a couple hours later, it would be Saturday morning, and then you'd have to say, it's Saturday, Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think we did that once. <laughs> Do you? Uh, speaking, you <laughs> I'm know, doing excellent. Is, by the way, thank you for asking. This is an aside. Mm-hmm. But, that's so, um, no, wait, that's so unlike when, you. That's so unlike when, you to have an aside at the top of the show. Like I said, it's a thing. It's 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 our thing. It's my thing. Did mm-hmm. you just like no fade on that music at all? It just like that's where the song ends. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. a 54 right. second song okay. and, and it ends there. I just now realized that. I mean, I don't know how many episodes we're in using that song and I just now wrap, but, but what I was going to say is, okay, when do you consider it? Now I've forgotten <laughs> this knew. conversation that yes. I had. Do you consider it? Yes. Friday night until you go to bed? Yes. Okay. So at some point, Mark and I were having that conversation. I was like, well, no, no, no. Until you go to bed or Uh, the sun comes up. Unless. One of the two. Right. Unless it's like my brother's birthday or something like that, where I want to like pester them and call them at 1201 a.m. Oh. Because I know they're asleep. And uh, Adam, you know. Even why we got into that conversation is because he likes to 1201 a.m., get out the balloons and the cake and everything like that. And I was like, yeah. well, it's not my birthday yet. I haven't slept. Oh, I'm, I'm horrible. I, I start my birthday, you know, a month before. Uh, we, we did a thing on this show last week. I think we, we started in the pre-show, but then it kind of bled into the show where I was trying out some new hard seltzer, Adam, some new hard seltzer. That several- yeah, I heard the other, I heard the other day that hard seltzers are on their way out. Like out of style, out of fashion. Right. Not- Which is exactly why I'm now trying them. Because, oh, okay. you know, you know okay. me, Adam, I'm cheap. So I don't want to pay the premium for the fad. I'm getting the discount ones now. Because so last week. you got week- the Habitat for Humanity. No, where is that store you go to? Yes, Habitat for Humanity. You got the Habitat. Uh, I did. White I got the Habitat Claw, seltzer. Um, yeah. Okay. I have three flavors each of two different manufacturer seltzers here at my down at my, at, right at the on the floor here next to my left hand. So are you now are you doing research to find your favorite one so that can be like your new favorite drink or why are you thinking it's going to you know be what, good Adam, show content I'm, I'm or 54 years old and yeah. I don't think I have a favorite drink. I I I go through phases. I drink stuff and that's not true. I I think of Diet Coke. I've always drunk Diet Coke. But other than that, I switch around what I drink. Sometimes I drink bourbon like Jack and Coke. Sometimes I drink you know, vodka and yeah. juice, uh, you know, 
I don't, I'm not married. Gin and juice. Sometimes I drink beer, but uh, I'm tonight. I'm gonna grab a seltzer. But I just I, okay. I, I, do you want to pick a flavor? Or you want me to just randomly grab it and grab? It? Well, I picked one. Uh, black cherry. <laughs> black cherry. Black cherry is what I picked earlier. That, when you that, were telling that, us, is that because you love black people? Yeah, I mean, I love everyone. I love. Everyone, I don't have that Daniel. clip. That is a clip from I, uh, the. Uh, that is a clip from your award-winning show with Joe Batanz called "Throwing Up." Right. That's. The, I mean, uh, I do. I do love them, but I don't want to say it because I don't want it to be clipped again. Because some, I don't understand how such a positive clip can come across as so negative. You know. You say you love a group of people, and then the cl- the the clip is clipped. The clip is and clipped. Then played back, and it sounds like the most hideous thing you could say, even though you're saying you love those people. I, I think we should bail on this topic should quickly. We? Yes. Anyway, yes, uh, how is topic. your black cherry seltzer? Uh, are you going to take a little drink and tell uh, yeah, us I'm how it take is? Yeah, I'm going to gonna... take a little sip here of the, this is a no. White Claw. This oh, is okay. a White is... Claw black cherry. So I'm going to. This is name brand. That. Name brand here. Oh. No, it's, it's very nice. Okay. It's very nice. Does it have a. Hint of, uh, you know, like a sourness, a little much, sweetness. Yeah, much like the ones last week, which were Truly. That was the brand. The other brand that I have tonight is Corona. But so far, they all seem to have the same concept here, which is they're just lightly flavored. So they're, they're seltzer water that's lightly. They don't hit you over the head. It's not like a black cherry soda. Right? I like being hit over the head. I'm not, like, you know, I was, I think this was before the show. I said, oh, maybe I should go out and get sparkling waters because I'm doing, you know, Weight Watchers and until Saturday, I, you know, want to stick to my points. And then I thought about it. Really, those flavored waters, it's such a light flavoring yeah. that you, you, you're you like, hmm, hmm, is that watermelon? Hmm. Like what? It's It's just so vague. And a lot of times they're like a mineral water or something. And so there's a bitterness. I don't know. I need to be hit over the head. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> clearly you do. I'm sorry. I do. <laughs> I had a cough here. Uh, here's it. Y'all, uh, TB in the chat room says you can add some Mio for some flavor. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I've done that before. Uh, as I, on the last show, I was talking about taking our cat camping for the very first time. Because we are going to be taking a, a very long trip coming up in another few weeks up to Georgia, and we want to take our cat with us. So we wanted to take her out just on a, a single night camping trip to see how she would adjust to the rig, adjust to, uh, you know, living out in the uh, in the woods. So we went yeah. to uh, Hillsborough River State Park, which is near us. So we took the rig there just for a Saturday night. Last Saturday, took her up there, uh, cooked some dinner on an on a open fire, cooked some steaks on an open fire, and uh, had a, uh, a little dinner there. And she did quite well. She, she uh, wasn't, wasn't entirely comfortable with the trailer at first. She was, you know, going around kind of not really sure about things and kind of hiding in corners. But uh, she eventually- Could you just spray some cat pee all over the place and then she'd be great with it just uh you know but but eventually she 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 
calmed down and she like jumped, she slept in, she slept in the bed with us all night and she was, she ate her food and uh, drank her water. She, she pooped and peed in the uh, litter box. So, you know, she didn't go crazy with everything, but she, she had a great time. So we're going to be trying it again. This is all leading up to this, Adam, uh, next week. We will not be here because uh, Zach and I are going camping to Sawmill Campground. So we're going to be there uh, Friday through Sunday. So we will not be doing a show next Friday night here on Pride 48. So, well, I'm, I'm glad she did well. Um, you know, and and Cyclone in the in the chat room says, "Who sells sprayable urine?" I'm sure cat urine. I'm sure you can get it on Amazon. I mean, I'm think, I'm, I'm just looking they, right now. Don't they always say that like meth? Making meth smells like cat urine. It's like, it's like if I sprayed my trailer with cat urine, it's like the the DEA will be like targeting my trailer. They're cooking okay. meth in there. I don't know. I don't know what meth smell. Although I do know some people who are have been meth heads in the past, and I know people who look like they're on meth. But I'm I'm only speculating. Right. Uh, but I don't know what it smells like. But yeah, I, I don't know. Well, they got- I'm glad she did well. And uh, did you use that now? Yes. Did you use the leash, the cat leash? No. Uh, so we put the collar on her. Yeah. But I did not take her outside in the leash. So the only time I was going to use the leash is if she started darting towards the door. Like if she was going to, if she was going to be a runner then, but every time we opened the door, she had no interest in like trying to get out. So I didn't okay. put the leash on her. Um, also, you know, she wasn't, she was being very. I mean, she's, she's an older cat, but anyway, I just wanted that, 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 that's all I wanted to say about it. She did great. We'll see how she does next weekend because, uh, the weekend after that is when we're starting our eight day trip. So yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, where are you, you going on your eight day trip? I can't remember. We're going up to Georgia. So we're going to, uh, Stone Mountain right outside of Atlanta. So Stone Mountain RV park, um, at Stone Mountain, Georgia. Imagine, imagine that. And we're going to be there Monday through Friday. And then Friday we move up a little bit further north to the river's edge, a gay campground that we used to go to when we lived in Georgia. So um, we haven't been there for a couple of years. So going to river's edge, we're going to stay there over the weekend and then coming back on Sunday and Monday. Because the thing is when you're towing a rig, there's kind of like this three, three, three rule. Have you, have you heard of the three, three, three rule? No, I have not. I haven't. You kind of don't want to really drive more than 300 miles or three hours or after three o'clock. Oh, that's the, you, that's the rule. You did tell me the 300, yeah. wait, yeah, the 300, 300 miles, but you didn't yeah. tell me the rest of the threes. And I'm not an RVer, so I, you know, I, I know I was not aware of those rules. Yeah. So we're, we're doing that. We're, we're taking our time coming back. So we're not hauling from Georgia. I mean, it's a seven and a half hour drive from Georgia back to here. So instead of trying to just take up an entire day of driving, we're going to stop halfway at a campground and stay the night. So I believe the devil went down to Georgia. He did. If he I'm was not mistaken. He was looking for a soul to steal at him. Wasn't he playing a fiddle? Well, he was, he was in a bind because he was way behind and he was... Yeah. He was, you know, understandably willing to make a deal. Um, interesting story, though. He came across this young boy sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot. And the. Uh, <laughs> oh, the young boy was playing a yeah, fiddle. Yeah. OK. Devil okay, jumped okay. up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. 
Do you want me I to continue? Believe. Now you play pretty that, good fiddle, boy, but give the devil wow. his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny and it might be a sin, but I'll take that bet you're going to regret because I'm the best there's ever been. So uh, that's, uh, there you go. That's the, so wait, did the devil play the fiddle or was it just the boy? <laughs> the... Now I'm confused. <laughs> they both did. They were in a fiddle they, contest. A fiddle contest. So they the were, devil did play a fiddle. The okay, devil did right. play the fiddle against Johnny. Right. In Georgia. So, uh, yeah, it all ties back to the old, uh, you'll have to let us know if you see a devil playing a fiddle. I am going to a gay, a little boy named Johnny going to a gay campground in the month of Halloween. So uh, I may may very well see (laughs) that. You may see a devil playing a fiddle. Yeah. Adam, uh, the good costume, actually a devil playing a fiddle in Georgia. You probably the first person to have ever thought of that. Um, the, you, you gave me some, I don't want to say advice because it wasn't advice. You intimated in our last show that I should check out a show on Netflix called The Circle. And I don't remember if you did this during the show or in the pre-show or in the post-show, but I do remember that the conversation went something like this. It went, you you like reality shows. You like uh, reality competition shows. I, you, I think you like it. I think you like, you should, you should totally watch it. So yeah. That's what I said. Uh, I sat down at the Netflix machine and, uh, you know, put my quarter in and I chose. Now, I noticed that there were three seasons of The Circle and season two, I had not seen any of. Season three is currently happening, right? It is currently happening. Yes. And I didn't want to get stuck up in one of those weekly shows. So I started watching season two. Okay. Adam. It is like the worst parts of, of <laughs> really? reality. I will agree with you. I will agree with you on one thing. The comedian narrator. She's funny. Is funny. Yeah. But the characters on the show do that thing where they shout at the, at the microphones, even though we can hear that they, they could whisper and we would hear them. There's no reason that they need to be shouting at the the microphones. You're bothered by the weirdest things. It is like so distracting to try to listen to, because in a reality show, in a classic reality show, your contestants are your narrator, right? The contestants narrate the show through their confessionals. And it's just, imagine Adam trying to read a book in all caps. It's like, that is how I feel when they're shouting at me, either on big brother in the diary room or on this show, not all characters d- did it. It was just a couple of the characters that did it. But they, it was enough to grate on my fucking nerves. But I watched four episodes just to make sure, Adam, just to make sure that I, no, but I was think- intrigued. I was intrigued by the older gay man playing a younger gay man. I yeah. thought the, um, I'm not spoiling anything, by the way. This was season two. Um <laughs> I was intrigued by that. I, I was intrigued by, you know, some of the, the, the competition things that they did. Um, and there's some of the, 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 you know, the, the girls playing guys and the guys playing girls yeah. and pretending to be who they're not. But then the people that weren't pretending to be another person were also pretending to be who they were, but it's, it, it was one of the, it was interesting, but I don't know that I can stomach an hour of an episode. It's like, I feel like, Wow, if this was a half hour show, I think I'd be way more into it because I, I get weary 
at okay. the at the hey circle take me to circle chat <laughs> right it's like you think uh, there's just you think each room has a, a dedicated person sitting behind a computer and they're listening to them and they just they're on that tv screen it's just basically a projection of somebody's laptop or something that's sitting in a production room somewhere yeah pretty much yeah yeah that that's not that hard to do the the thing the or or the screens that they're seeing in their room could be completely different than the ones we're seeing because you can replace a screen with uh, with modern video editing, sure. Adam. You can you yeah. can project something anywhere. I don't know. Anyway, I like it. It's fine if you don't like it. Like I've but just here's, thought, here's the thing. you know, here's the thing, Adam. I thought this is what kind I found. of like Big Brother. Okay, but let me let me finish different. my story. Let me finish my story. So okay, I had watched the four episodes. I decided I'm not going to watch any more of it, and then I thought. Well, you know, I kind of do want to know who won. I kind of, you know, I am interested enough to know who won the thing. And this finale episode has the comedian narrator lady pretty much the entire episode. So I'll just watch the finale. So I watched the finale of season two and I enjoyed the finale quite a bit when they were in the same room talking to each other and it was natural conversations between (laughs) them instead of this really, I think that's the part that I dislike about this show is the conversations happen so slowly because you're hearing someone's inner dialogue before they decide what they're actually going to say. And they, they're just too chatty. It, okay. It, and it's, uh, well, but, but when the, that would, the reunion episode, I mean the, the finale episode, when they were all talking to each other, I really liked it. enough. So that I went and watched just the finale of season one. So now I like season well, one now. So so every every season you're just going to go watch the finale and see who won. I Is feel that, like uh, I got everything about the season from that finale show. I feel like I could have a conversation with you about season two and know enough stuff just from watching that finale that I could have a conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember when he did that. Maybe, maybe. I, I But I feel like if if there wasn't the the circle part of it. It would just be Big Brother. That's kind of what makes it unique because yes. they're voting each other out just like they do on yes. Big Brother. They're having competitions just like Big Brother, yes. yada, yada, yada. The thing that makes it unique is the thing that I guess you don't like. Well, I don't like the way. All right. I feel like if we had introduced this concept in a few pieces of episode one, like I'm going to I'm going to take a sidetrack here for remember where I'm at. Have you ever watched a movie like an English movie where they are now going to be in a foreign country and in that foreign country, everyone speaks that foreign language. So there is an English movie. They're going to for the next 10 minutes, they're going to be in Russia and everyone there speaks Russian. Now, if the main character isn't speaking Russian then they'll just do it with a lot of subtitles and you'll still get the main character speaking English. But if everyone in the entire scene is speaking Russian, they'll do that thing where the first conversation is in Russian subtitled. And then after that, they speak English with a Russian accent, kind of like, okay, you understand they're speaking Russian, right? Yeah. We, we don't need to, for you to read this next 20 minutes of film We're taking a dramatic license here and assuming that you understand that these English people speaking with a Russian accent are actually speaking Russian and, and you have a universal translator. I feel like, let me go back to the topic. I feel like the circle would be great if they did that, 
if the first episode we see them talking to Circle and that's how he's communicating, but then after that we cut out all that and we just have the conversation happening. Doesn't have to be split screen, but you know, conversation happening because this person going like, I think that's absolutely stupid. And then the other person on the other side doesn't, we don't have to see it come up on the screen, whatever. We just heard it. And now we can watch that person react to it. I feel like if it was edited that way, it would a move okay. faster and B, I feel like we get the gimmick. We, we got the gimmick. Now you're just hitting us over the head with it. It's like, so that's, it is kind of annoying how, when they're saying what emoji to put up. Yes. They they act out the emoji. Yes. I don't know. That's it. And also, how do they know all those emojis? I wouldn't know which emoji. Put the emoji that is the, you know, Can I, I, I don't know. I can't think of something. But they come up with these ridiculous emojis that I would never even. Do they give them a menu of emojis Absolutely. when they're starting and well, say, they okay. Don't, you have to understand they're in these hotel, They're in these apartments. 24 hours a day with yeah. no TV, no <laughs> internet. No, it's like, like so oh, here's the one I want to yeah, work into. They're a reading the emoji manual. But I even think that that would be interesting. I even think that would be interesting to have a, you know, a conversation between the two of us. Like if we were on a circle and I go, all right, well, Adam is, you know, really likes this and I'm going to need his vote later. So, okay. You know what, Adam? I think the circle is a great show. Heart, heart, uh, smiley face, winky face. See, like I, I even think that would be an interesting exchange because okay. we already got the concept that you're talking to Circle and that he's relaying it in text. We or it's relaying it in text. I feel like that's the show I would want to watch. Maybe, maybe if I get really bored, I'll take an episode of the Circle and I'll edit out the parts. I'll edit out the part and just put it side by side of okay. them having a conversation where you clearly get the idea that they're texting each other. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I won't uh, hold my breath for that, but, uh, Oh, now, now you're uh, oh, trying now? to use re- okay, reverse, you uh, reverse psychology. That's what it is. Um, uh, Adam, you know what? We stream this show, uh, live on Friday evenings on pride48.com. We do so, uh, with a chat room at our side, people that are, are actually listening to us as we're recording this this very show uh adam who is joining us in the chat room this evening uh we have a full house we have a lot of people um we have uh auntie scott yes we have executive producer cyclone we have gary yes uh in portland we also have lamont cranston we have moof yes i don't know if that's mo off or <laughs> moof <laughs> not really sure uh we also have rt cruiser and uh we have tb yeah tb we haven't seen um, tb in a while welcome back tb yeah welcome back it's uh good to have I, you here. I, I we missed you uh ever so much we've, in fact, we've needed week, uh drinking advice and now you're back so last week i just thought where is t where the hell is tb i was actually i didn't say it but i was thinking it so uh you sang a little song yeah. it went something like this uh <laughs> Speaking of songs, yeah, I don't, I don't even know if this is worth bringing up, but I'm going to. Because you know what, Adam? I think it's worth bringing up. Why not? Mm-hmm. So, I trumpet players in general, yes, are, and I don't think I really fit this mold much, but in general, trumpet players are fairly arrogant about their playing and very competitive. They want to be better than all the other trumpet players. Now that part, I try to tamp that down as much as I can and just, you know, be, you know, be cool and not care and be, 
you know, oh, everybody Mm -hmm. needs to, you know, get a chance to play the cool parts and, you know, all Mm -hmm. that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. Right. But we all know that I'm a sensitive person. Yes. So, yes. So in in church orchestra rehearsal this past week, um, two things happened. One of them actually made me feel really good because, okay, there's myself and this other guy. We're both really good. I mean, okay, I guess I am arrogant. We're both <laughs> yeah, good. But just to establish, you're just not like those arrogant I'm trumpet not players. Like right? those yes, other you're arrogant not. Trumpet. I'm sorry. But you and this other guy but, are really good. Got it. Now, we both have our strengths. Now, I will say mm-hmm. I have a very pretty tone. Like, I'm, I feel like when I play, it's very melodic and beautiful and whatever. Legato. He, he is very good at high notes. Yes. Like super good at high notes. Not my forte. I can play some high notes, but not as high as him. Yeah. But we get along great. You know, everything's fine. But it was just he and I there on Wednesday night and he has to go to the bathroom. So we're playing and I'm playing a part, you know, and he's gone And the orchestra. This was kind of funny, but it made me feel good. The orchestra leader, uh, she plays French horn. So she's not like standing up there directing, but she's playing. And she texted us and said, um, Oh, the trumpets are really sounding good. But she texted right at the time that he was gone to the bathroom. Ah. And and he's very, and I don't think she did it on purpose. Like, at first I thought she did it on purpose. He comes back and he's like, you know, very offended. Like, well, uh, you know, oh my God. Well, I guess I know what Julie's saying. You know, I guess it sounds better without me or whatever. Anyway, so we get to this other song and we're playing high. And I had mentioned a few bars before. I told you this is probably was not worth bringing up. So I'm just no, I'm, but we're again, we're there saying, now though. We're there, baby. Uh, we're well, in I mean, it. We're, we're sludging through it. We Daniel. are in it. After right? you you shaded this other trumpet player, I didn't. Yeah, you you. I know you, Adam. He said like, oh, and you went, mm-hmm. You left, and look at what happened. No, I didn't. I didn't mm-hmm. say anything to him. Anyway, so you were saying that with your eyes. So then, um. There are a couple of parts. So we're, we both we're playing first and second and occasionally those double apart, which means you'll have a section where you're both playing the same note. Yes. In unison. Yes. In unison. And some of this was high notes. Well, you know, I'm, we're still getting back in the groove and I was feeling a little bit out of tune on Wednesday. I was, I was working on, like I was trying to figure it out, pull my slide in and out, figure out exactly where I was supposed to be. So we played one. Now he's playing first part because we usually go back and forth. And so I was playing second. He was playing first on this one song. So we play a section where we're unison. And yes, granted, it was a little out of tune. Yes. Well, then the next time we get to that section, he drops his an octave. So we're not in unison, but he's the one playing first part. So he on, he obviously thought Adam is out of tune on this, but I'm just going <laughs> to not be in unison with him. So we're not in, so we're in, you know, we're not so out of tune. Mm-hmm. At least this is what's going through my this, mind. Uh, yes. So then that's really the story. Like nothing else happened, but for the rest of the week, yeah. all night long, the next day, even some, and today I'm thinking, did he make a conscious decision to like go, oh, my God, Adam is so out of tune. I and he's determined to play these high notes with me. So I'm just going to take this, even though I'm playing you, first part. Did you I'm going to take this down an octave? Did you consider, Adam? <laughs> did you consider 
being an arrogant trumpet player, he, of course, is aware of his strengths. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would assume. Yeah. Now, did you consider for a moment that after you sabotaged him while he was peeing, he came back, did that high part, and you were purposely flat because everyone knows that he's the high note guy. So if you make the high note piece sound bad, everyone's going to go like, well, no, Adam's not the high note guy. Adam's the uh, melody guy. And so what he did is in the second verse, he's like, no, Adam, no, you're not going to fuck me. No, I'm going to, I'm going to play the low part here. I no, I, I mean, I, that sounds way like so, so much planning. I, I don't really think and you don't think he like was thinking. off peeing for an entire song, Adam. He had a lot of time to think about uh, this plan. And I, and I will say these were high, but they were not. These are still notes that I can play well. I I just, you know, occasionally. Yeah, but he's the high note guy. He is the high note guy. I mean, he can play higher than me for sure. It is a thing, though. I'm envious because I want to be able to. I want to. But my you, rank you can't has, just let him have his thing. It's not a competition. I've always wanted to play higher. I mean, that's the thing with trumpet players. I mean, yeah. they want to play high. And I mean, I can play relatively high, but, but if not. You, I mean, if you're like going to. If, if you really wanna, high. If you want to always be flat, just play high. The, no, and uh, I wasn't flat. You, so you tend to go sharp as you go. Like, okay, uh, so it I was, was a sharp. joke if you, about being yeah. high. See? It was, it was so a marijuana that, And joke, probably, yeah. probably, he wasn't thinking any of that. And he's just know, like, you I know what? Was... We're doubled. I'm going to rest my lips for these two measures because we're doubled here. Because sometimes he'll do that. He'll rest his lips. Have you, you, have you used the restroom since? Yeah. I mean, at the church, did you, the, the one that he went and peed in? Have you oh, used Oh, I don't know that? which restroom he went to. There are lots of restrooms. So I'd be I'm not checking, really sure. I'd be checking those walls. <laughs> Why? Oh, you'll, you I wrote, think you'll get you your answer. Right. Yeah, he probably wrote things on the wall about you. I mean, he's already trying to, you know, sabotage you. Yeah, yeah. Because you you showed him up. Um, I'm, I'm just I'm going to touch Wasn't on that this. Fascinating. Because I'm going to touch on this very very <laughs> briefly, only because I want to know your reaction to it. I want to know your honest God reaction to it. So Survivor okay. Survivor premiered this week. I know you haven't watched it, so no, I'm not spoiling anything that has to do with the competition. This okay. was, this is something that happened in the premiere of survivor that doesn't give you any hint to the game. Did they wear masks on the Island? No, actually they went to Fiji and all of them, including the crew and everybody, uh, quarantined themselves for two weeks. Um, and then got tested uh, so that they could film Survivor with that. So the entire crew, everybody that, because, you know, they have a full remote crew and everything, everyone was quarantined. Everyone had COVID tests before they started. So there was no uh, chance of, okay. of contamination. I mean, I would assume there has to be some outside world contact, like bringing in food or other things for the crew or. No, but they, know. I mean, they have a full crew. They have a whole village with chefs and stuff. They could, True. like a cruise line, they could bring in months worth of food. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. And freezers and stuff. But here's the, uh, here's the question. This is what happened. As you might imagine, Adam, the internet is very upset about this. It's just a, it, any change. The internet, you know, the internet, Adam, the internet, have you met the internet? They hate everything. They, they hate anything and everything. Uh, yeah, I'm aware. So, you know, that Jeff Probst, uh catchphrase, one of the catchphrases that he says 
when a competition is about to start, when he's about to explain how the competition is going to happen, what the game is, the tribes are off screen and he, you just see Jeff oh, come Probst, on in, guys. and he says, come on in guys. Right. Yeah. So Propes asks the brand new survivors that landed on the beach, asks them, he says, this is going to be a different season because of COVID and we're going to, it's going to be a shorter game and it's going to be a harder game, but not, Everything that we're thinking of changing is uh, COVID related. And I wanted to ask you guys a question. For years, I've used the phrase, come on in, guys, at competition. Oh, God. See? See? Now, no, go ahead. Now, go no, ahead. no, 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 no. Go no. I want to know. Finish. I want to know why you said, oh, God, because I guarantee you it's exactly why you thought. And that's what I don't understand is I don't understand why that oh god reaction i'm not mad but i just i'm not mad like i wouldn't go on twitter well you didn't explain to me so i don't okay. know you oh what do you think what do you think he was going to ask well he probably asked about pronouns and like are they comfortable with him calling them guys because yes, they're that both is guys exactly and that girls. is exactly yeah. what he wanted he was proposing to change that saying to something else because, um, because, uh, I mean, it's fine. I'm not mad. I, I wouldn't throw a fit about it. Mm -hmm. I'm just, it, I was kind of verbally rolling my eyes because I think that's just a collective, that is like a slang collective term. It's okay. not, it doesn't really have a gender. But you, I mean, it, it does. And it, it, it's, it's one of those things that it's like, what is the harm? In dropping it. It's like whether I don't understand why people uh, conflate those two things of I'm going to stop saying this and that somehow the people that hear that think you're telling me that I'm a bad person for saying that. It's no, like, I don't think that no one's saying you that. can't say guys. No one's saying that you can't say come on in guys or whatever. But as a nationally broadcast TV show which reaches a lot of people in a lot of different situations. Is it really that important? Is, like, this, the, is this the hill we want to die on? Is, this, is it really worth alienating no. anyone? Why not just say, come on in? No, I, look, no, I'm not saying, did you hear me say he shouldn't have said no, that but, or but I'm mad all I'm saying or is, anything? No, no, no. But all I'm saying is the internet, the reactions on the internet, it's the thing I wanted to talk you, to you about. The reactions on the internet mirror exactly what you just did because I hadn't even finished the story and you're like, oh God. And it's, <laughs> it's a white well, male thing that I, I, I'm a I white male know. and I should understand this, but I don't understand this is wh why... Why is being more inclusive bad? Why is this well, a stigma? I will say this. And look, I'm not mad. He can do whatever he wants. Did they tell him they wanted him to change it? You'll have to watch the show. Oh, okay. So uh, anyway, so I, to me, it's eye-rolly because I think that's a unisex term, like RT Cruiser said in the chat room. And I just think that's eye-rolly because I think everyone understands that that's a unisex term. It's been for hundreds of years or however long, not hundreds, but I mean, you know, for a long time. And if you ask a linguist or someone like that, you know, they would say that term is a unisex term to describe a group of people. It just is. But that being said, I'm not mad about it. Like right. 
you know, I mean, I just, language is never static. I mean, we we've been right. changing words. That's why we don't walk around still saying thou and thee, right? We've we've changed our language over the years. Famously, um, the uh, oh, what was it? I'm going to get this wrong, so I can't say anything because Andy Scott's going to tell me that I'm speaking um, uh, methane. I was just reading a story on the New York Times about this the other day about the evolution of language and. Abigail Adams in letters that she wrote because of the way they used the word you at the time and they, the way they were using their pronouns at the time uh-huh. didn't um, doesn't jive with the way that we decided to eventually use them. So it sounds like she's saying things badly in grammar, but at the time we had just started using the word you to include multiple people. So when we say like, Hey, you meaning all the people over there, as opposed yeah. to saying, Hey, you, the singular, right? You, I'm talking to you. And at the time that people would write it always as if it was plural. Right. So writing to her husband, she would say that I wish that you was here instead of you were here. Right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was singular. plural. Anyway, uh, language evolves there all the time. There are still differences between certainly, like there are differences between no, go ahead. Between England and here. No, there are. But all I'm trying to say is I don't see how this is a bad thing. It's like we, the T part of LGBT is the trans community. And these are people that, that need our support. But at the same time, do we really need to, to remind them of gender pronouns and things like, do we need to, to tell someone who already in their internal monologue feels that they don't look feminine enough uh, for us to call them a guy? It's like reminding them that they're a guy. It's a triggering thing, right? It's not something we're doing on purpose. It's not something, but in their brain. It's a, and if we could do something as simple as just not using that word, make her life better. It's like, wouldn't, but again, I mean, I think you're taking it. I, I can roll my eyes at that and still be okay with him doing it. I mean, you know, the fact that I, the fact that I had that reaction doesn't mean that I'm not supportive of trans people. I just, you know, I, I, we, proving my we, point. I didn't can't say really, that. Never we said can't that. really go that. But but I will say. I mean, I will say this though, and yes. maybe this is unrelated. Yes. But you know, there's a part of comedy that makes fun of things and differences in people and all that kind of stuff. And some levels of political correctness would basically erase most comedy. So uh, most comedians, you know, are like, you know, we shouldn't have to shy away from saying things or, you know, I don't know. I I just feel like there's, there's a certain level of political correctness that we, see. I feel like, I don't feel like they were saying that you couldn't say whatever you wanted to. They were just saying, Hey, we would be more comfortable no. saying this. Do Again, you, it's fine. Do you have a problem? And no. I, I don't think that that should ever be derided. If someone says, hey, I would be more comfortable saying something. <laughs> Cyclone said, well, first of all, Auntie Scott says Abigail Adams said guys all the time. <laughs> she did. And uh, Lamont says he eye rolls at new language all the time. For instance, at his work, they call human resources talent <laughs> instead of human resources. And yeah, he doesn't they do think that. they have any talent. And oh, no, Cyclone no, says, no, that's, they're, they're the talent representatives, Lamont, that yeah. they're not the talent themselves. They're the representatives of the talent. So they, they wanted to shift it from, oh, we manage humans to, oh, we manage talent, right? So it, it's all a bullshit thing, but I agree with you there. And then Cyclone says eye rollers are a big part of the problem. So uh, there you go. <laughs> 
Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. This is the segment of the show where we read your emails, play your voicemails. Adam, do we have an email this week? I have no clue. The answer is always no. <laughs> the, just, no. the answer is all. If, if, so are you... If we actually had an email, I would be like, oh my God, Adam, guess what? We have an email this week. Okay. We, so we you're have. saying if you ask. If I ask, the answer, then we don't. The answer okay. is no. But okay. we do have a voicemail. It comes in from Scott the Seder. Now there's a chance. I haven't listened to this. There's a chance. Was this after you derided him in Disneyland yeah, yeah. or Disney World or whatever? I, the, well, I, I talked about it on the show. I don't know. He was like 40 something podcasts behind. He may not have heard that show. Anyway, let's see what he has to say. Well, I mean, you gave him a talking to at Disney World. So. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Adam. This is Scott the Cedar. Hey, Daniel, hello. I yes. had so much fun seeing you at Disney World. Okay, yeah, he hasn't heard the last <laughs> Except for Epcot, <laughs> which uh, didn't really want to see you at all. I wanted to hang out with my other friends, but I wanted know, to see Taylor along. and Taffy, but uh, yeah. sadly, I had to put up with you. Uh, let's get back to the call so here. So much fun seeing you at Disney World, even though we only get to see each other at Animal Kingdom. Oh, your story about Epcot was fucking dead oh, on, he did on hear my it. side, he too, did because hear. like you said, you're my friend. My, my other friends didn't know you. And so I'm trying to negotiate with them as well as with you. The movie thing came out of fucking nowhere. Uh, we didn't even know about it. And uh, so I left to go try to find you. They and well, I tried to find you. They left because they didn't want to waste their time either. And then I lost them trying to find. Oh God, it was a fucking nightmare. Um, and then we were over by France trying to get into the Ratatouille, and we just couldn't. They they were they were cruel. They were yes. cruel not letting me yes. in. I had a stroke. God damn it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna play that card as long as I can. <laughs> the fireworks were great. I wish we could have been with you for those yes at one point they're shooting flares off from around the showcase lagoon the bay i don't know what you call it lagoon yes yes and uh yeah they're right at one went off right by me and i screamed like a little girl it was the best (laughs) yes i'm running out of my time here but it was so good to see you daniel i love you Mm -hmm. and if i ever come to florida again which i don't think i will because it's so goddamn hot uh (gasps) We'll hook up again. All right. This is a Seder. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Yeah, look. You I just made it. you hooked up. Just made it right there, right under the wire. Uh, uh, the you know there. what? Yeah. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, you you probably don't want to watch Fireworks with Daniel because <laughs> Daniel just cries. You know. And uh, I mean, it's very emotional and you, you don't know what to do. I mean, you feel like, oh, maybe I should hug him. You know, some I people choose to moved some by... people choose to make fun. You know, to me, fireworks is <laughs> art. A fireworks show is is art. I still cry at happily ever after. I am so excited. You know, uh, Disney's got two new nighttime shows starting next week: uh, Harmonious over at Epcot and uh, the Enchantment over at the Magic Kingdom, and and a new kite show at the Animal Kingdom. So I'm going to be. Just uh, lousy with with nighttime shows. Yeah, you know the way you know the way uh, you we judge uh, fireworks shows and nighttime shows with Disney is we just instead of like I give it four stars, you say I give it four steer four tears. Ah, I stepped on myself. That was a that was a great line. Adam, you want to do that one again? I'll I'll edit it (laughs) out. No, go ahead. Pick it pick it up from. uh... No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, thank you, Scott. Uh, wait, never watch fireworks with Daniel or go melon shopping with Adam. But wait, I'm 
<laughs> really? Are you really it's embarrassed? Are you really no, embarrassed I'm, I'm not that I was crying? Joke. It's a joke. What did we see? It's a joke. What did we see together? Oh, well, that was wishes. It was wishes over yeah. at the, yeah, at Magic wishes, Kingdom. Yeah. We, we were at the Contemporary. So we, we weren't even in the kingdom. No, we were eating some pork belly and I don't know what else. The pork belly was good, though. I love The Wishes was such a great show. Had the little kids chorus singing, Here Wishes. And then they replaced it with Happily Ever After. And I didn't think I would like a show as much as I like Wishes, but Happily Ever After was even better. And uh, I'm super excited to see what Enchantment's going to be coming up. And uh, Harmonious over at Epcot, they've been building those barges and those screens out in the World Showcase Lagoon for like a year now. So I'm super jazzed for Harmonious. They are actually, uh, I'm sure that this show will be out by then, um, next week, the 29th and the 30th of September. So this Thursday and Friday. No, this Wednesday and Thursday, uh, Disney will be simulcasting. They'll be on YouTube. They'll be simulcasting the very first show of Enchantment and on one night and Harmonious on the next. So I think it's Harmonious on the 29th and Enchantment on the 30th. So if you're, uh, you know, go look at the Disney Parks YouTube channel. You can either watch it live or if you're hearing this after that, you can go to their YouTube channel still and see the, the brand new fireworks show. You know, you could, uh, I know you like TikTok, um, maybe, I do. I do. and you know, they do a lot of TikTok reacts videos. Maybe you could do a split screen of the Disney fireworks and you crying and put it on TikTok. You could, you could become famous. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you, Adam, over the bumper. Uh, I, cu- I couldn't, uh, uh you couldn't, uh, quite make out what you were saying. I'm sure it was very important. Uh, Adam, I have a question before you talk about this next topic. The, uh, yeah, ask me. Um, I'm trying to see what the next topic is. <laughs> you're we're going to talk about the the names that you're trying to come up with for your work. This is a contest that you have going on over the Geeky Gay. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is another one that's not. It's okay. not what? <laughs> like I'm totally like re rethinking uh, my topics for tonight. But go ahead. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what do you want to ask me? Uh, you have a contest going on over. I do, yeah. And Zach asked me a question the other day, which I did not know the answer to. So I thought I would ask you, Adam, the, the, the runner of the contest. Zach said, yeah. what if two people call in with the same idea? What if, what would you do? What, who wins? It's whoever I like. More. Oh, okay. No, the first part, no, there, well, I don't have an official rule book, but off the cuff, I'm going to make an executive decision right now. Um, the first person to call in with is the person with the original name. So the second person has duplicated and already, but I mean, what if they're like both, anything else. I mean, they come in like minutes after each other. There's no way that they could have heard. Uh, just like the death phone. Okay. Just like the All death right. phone. Right. You I, like, just, you I just gotta, wanted to establish the rules before I called in. Yeah. Uh, next Wednesday and repeated every single person's entry so far so that I would uh, at least have a 50% oh, chance yeah, of winning. No, no, yeah. no. no. It's, the, it's the first person. First person. All right. So what were you, yeah. your, your, uh, is this a, I haven't heard this. Well, this is, <laughs> this is something else that bothered me. And oh, I just, okay. um, so this person called in today. Yes. On, on my other podcast. On The Geeky Gay. Over at the Um, And, you know, I'm having this contest, as you just talked about. Yes. 
And this person, and and I I don't want to say that it's a first time caller because I forget things and this person may have called in before. Yeah. But I think it was a first time caller. Was it, was it fucking Dan? No. Okay. And he says, um, and I, and he says that he thinks it should be called, or my work should be called the convent. The convent. Yes. And he said something along the lines of, obviously. Yeah. It should be. Now, I got offended. Oh, when he said, I mean, this is again, this is a, it's not much of a story. And, and I didn't on the show. I was very gracious. Uh-huh. I was very gracious. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. this is uh-huh. so I just my brain, I, I was thinking and you'll probably hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll probably hear it on the show because I don't remember what I yeah. said, but I probably went into detail about. But I was thinking, well, no, wait a minute. Are you saying that I'm a prude? Because I'm not a prude. I mean, there are videos of me with a watermelon. No, because you go I, to like, the church be all the time. A, because you go to you the church. Yeah, Adam, here, let me let you in on a little secret. <laughs> a lot of atheists don't actually care or know about the difference between Catholicism and Christians and whatever. It's like you see Sister Act with the, they all have the nuns. It's the convent because you're religious. It's the nuns, the convent. It's like. And then I got it. And then I was thinking. So wait, does he think I, I'm in a sexless relationship? Is, I mean, is this what he's talking about? Like, I, I have plenty of sex. How dare you? Like, I, what, I had no you, idea that are nuns. Are you saying that I? I had no idea that nuns had a sexless relationship. Is that true? They don't have relationships at all. They don't. They don't have sex. They they're celibate. Uh, yeah. Nuns and. Yeah, but I mean, like the priest, priest. like boink little boys because they well, then not, they can say, "Well, I didn't to. have sex with women," so I'm just wondering if the nuns, like, oh, we, they've never had sex with a man. Yeah, and also convent is nuns. Does he think I'm a female? Like, I mean, does should he ask me what pronoun I want to go by? I mean, there are so many ways that I could tell. I got I got offended. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking, I was like analyzing this. Well, why is it obvious? Why should it be a convent? And then I said. No, I, I'm not a Catholic either, so that they, doesn't make sense. To people that don't Mark know Catholic, about religion, but, not. but people that don't know about religion, that's a very natural thing. They just assume it's all the same. Yeah, that could be it. I mean, again, my brain takes it way out there. But here's the thing. when, and, when you know, The thing, when I think of nuns, I think of this tragic, tragic story about my hometown, Plant City, Florida. They have a community theater there that my dad was very active in. Uh, in fact, uh, my family donated the building that they're in right now, the the community theater building with the stage and everything. My family uh, donated that to them. And um, they, is that the same year that you guys were family of the year? No, no. I mean, this was, this was oh, later. Okay. But okay. The before dad died. And, but the, the thing is, is that they did nonsense you know, the show nonsense. Are you familiar with the, the musical show nonsense? I've not seen it, but I am familiar that a show exists with that name. So they did nonsense two, two years in a row and, and they cast all women. Like I would say a good 40% of the jokes in nonsense are made at the, at the, at the, at the, from the standpoint of nonsense is performed by men. It's, it's always for men. As okay. nuns, they're they're doing uh, nun drag basically. They're they're men in drag as nuns. That was how nonsense was written. That was how it was performed. So Plant City High School community, I mean Plant City, Florida community theater refused 
to cast men in the role of nuns because not because there's like there's a hundred gays in the community theater in in plant city that it wasn't the the drag piece that got them it was they didn't want to offend the religion the catholics they they didn't want to offend the catholics are most of the jokes in there around the fact that they're having men play nuns also so you kind of lose the effect i haven't seen it so i don't really know but i'm just like wondering if you kind of lose the the humor if you have Wait, women playing where i'm i'm getting a, a a note from the chat room here Lamont Cranston, uh, who, who is from New York City, home of Broadway, says nun drag came later, I think. Several famous women were in the road shows of it, like Rue McClanahan and Vicki Lawrence. Oh, so, Vicki Lawrence, my favorite. Well, you should have known about nonsense then, Adam. No, I didn't. I, I, you know, I'm, if only there was a, a network system of computers that you could ask questions to and it would, it would give you an answer. If only that existed, Adam, wouldn't that be great? It would. I, we've discussed this many times. I'm incapable of Googling things and doing a show at the same time. It's impossible. I, I just mm-hmm. can't do it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to look here. It uh, became an interesting in at least 26 different languages and gross over there. And more than, oh yeah, so I guess so. Because over 25,000 women have played in Nonsense Productions worldwide including Edie Adams, uh, Pat Carroll, Phyllis Diller, Sally Struthers, Luis Gold, and Joanne Worley. Speaking of that, uh, I wonder when the drag thing came along. um, Now I'm looking to see if she's going to be doing anything uh, near me. You know, October 15th, she's going to be in in a Kansas City Ameristar casino. Well, you know what, Adam? I now have to apologize. To Plant City, Florida. I, I'm sorry. I thought that uh, that nonsense had always been performed by men. So uh, I guess I guess I was wrong. Oh. Well, I've never seen it. So uh, again, I, I was up front. I was up front about it from the very beginning. I know there are those drag nuns who are cannot, famous. Cannot be the ladies of Scott, perpetual. If I said that I was wrong, that's. The, the ladies of perpetual indulgence. Is that oh, what the sisters called? of professional sisters <laughs> of yeah. the sisters of perpetual indulgence. By the way, I've uh, I, I've switched now. I, I I finished the black cherry. I'm now I'm now drinking a strawberry. This is a Corona. Now, have you strawberry. tried the strawberry? Yeah, I I have. Which is better? I like strawberry. So. Uh, this, this one is bad. The, the problem is you're not going to be able to determine whether it was the flavor or the company that made it better because you don't. The, oh, I have different don't flavors. Have a control. I, have, I have more. more so, uh, you know, you have to keep everything constant except for one thing in order to really do a true scientific experiment. So you would need to have all the same company with different flavors. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. <laughs> I guess that's it. So, so you, someone called in and suggested that it that's be called it. the convent and you were, yeah. you're very offended by it. Well, I just don't know what he means. I, I just want to know, like inquiring minds want to know. He said, obviously, obviously, I'm like, what do you mean? Obviously, obviously. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask? It is 
the news game. This is the segment on a show that Adam Byrne does where the co-host actually sings in tune. <laughs> anyway, that's that's a little Joe Batance joke there for you. Right there. Uh, this is the segment of the show where Adam will read me five questions from the New York Times news quiz. Not using only my head, brain, and mouth words will answer said questions. These are multiple choice questions. I will try to answer them without using the multiple choice, but if I get stuck, I will indeed use them. Uh, after which, Adam, after I get all of these questions right, which I always do, Adam uh, is going to give me a, 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 a 60 second challenge of a random trivial pursuit card. And I'll still come out on top. That's just the way it works. Adam, what is our first question this evening? Well, before I do that, um, Kathy, by the way, hi, Kathy Marshall, who joined us late. Mm-hmm. Um, so glad you could join us. Um, she says, see, that's why I don't call in a suggestion of what to call Adam's workplace. That's right. Well, yeah, whatever. Well, let me go ahead and do this. I'll just go ahead and start playing the exit now because uh, I haven't trimmed it down yet. Initially. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Adam. What's the, okay. what's the first Wild, question? Yes. Yeah. Uh, wildfires in the West are growing larger, spreading faster, and reaching higher. Wildfire. To combat them, some private landowners and local governments are employing which animal as an unconventional weapon? You know what, Adam? You're going to think that I'm crazy about this. I know the answer to this. Because I was at Animal Kingdom with uh, Seder two weeks ago. Uh, on the safari in Animal Kingdom, we learned that goats will eat the underbrush that other animals won't, and it cuts down on the spreading of fires. Is it goats, Adam? So are you saying are you saying that you want your answer to be goats? Is that what goats. you're saying? Yes, right that now? is what is I'm saying, your, Adam. Is my answer is goats. Answer? Yes. That is correct, Daniel. Uh, it is correct. Uh, in fact, yeah, goats. They they eat the grass. So that that's why. All right, number 2. Number 2. The 74th annual Tony Awards are this Sunday. Oh god. Which production is the most nominated play in the history of the ceremony? This is such a widely wildly or widely known thing that it's got to be a trick question. Because my I can gut, give you options. Yeah, my gut I'm sure it's on there. I'm sure Hamilton's on there. I mean, my gut is, is like, it would be Hamilton. Read, read me the question again. The 74th Tony Awards are this Sunday. Which production is the most nominated play in the history of the ceremony? Hamilton's not a play. Hamilton's a musical. So it's not Hamilton. I think everything in the Tonys is a musical. So I think what is what is, what are my choices? What are my choices? Uh, Cats, Hamilton, Jagged Little Pill, Slave Play, and The Inheritance. Oh, Tony's is stage. Okay, I thought it was all musicals. Okay, I'm wrong. All right, so uh, Cats is a musical. Hamilton's a musical. So those are out. So Slave Play, Jagged Little Pill, and what? The Inheritance. The Inheritance. I don't even know. I am going to go with Jack Little Pill because I haven't heard of the other two. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. The the correct answer is slave play. Oh dear God! It had the word play right in it. I should have picked slave it just play. because it's, of that. Uh, it earned twelve nods this year, including best play. Hamilton is the musical with the most Tony nominations. Yes. 
with 16 nods. I don't ever watch the Tonys. I have no idea. I mean, I don't have a gay card. I'm so sorry. I only watch the Tonys if Neil Patrick Harris or um, what's his name from late night? Jimmy. But in my. Who's the the portly guy from uh, late night? That hosted the Tonys. Oh, uh, the portly guy from late night. Sang that song that made me cry. Well, everything makes me cry. We've already established that. Uh, James Corden. Thank you, James Corden. Oh, oh my gosh. I watch James Corden every night and I couldn't think of a portly guy that does late night. James Corden or (laughs) Neil Patrick Harris. If if either of those two host, I'll watch. Okay. Um, I, but in my defense though, for anyone who goes, Oh my God, you don't watch the Tonys. I don't, I don't really like those, um, uh, award shows. Oh God. I'm, I'm not a big fan. That's, that's what you say. When say of any like, of the oh award God. shows. Grammys, Tonys, Emmys, E's. Apparently, apparently the Golden Globes were just hideous, but uh, Golden Globes, no, what was this anything. one? What was the newest one? What was the latest one? Emmys? The, the TV ones? Know, Emmys, yeah, it was yeah, the, the Emmys. Emmys. Yeah, apparently that ceremony on TV was just god awful. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Beto O'Rourke has been calling Democratic leaders to tell Me them too. he is seriously considering running for office again. <laughs> to the surprise of no one, yes. Which one? Which office? He is going to run for governor of Texas. That's correct. He will probably run for governor of Texas in 2022. I like Beto O'Rourke, but that's what the man does. He just runs for things. Is there any reason he shouldn't run? No, like, I just, I wish he'd win. <laughs> but I mean, okay. he came really close in Texas uh, of winning the Senate seat. All right. Number four. Yes. Which I think was that number. Is this number four? Sure. There was one that um, I got right. Then there was one I got wrong and there's one I got right. So yes, there's three. 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 Yep. So okay. Right. Question four. So which pop group. <laughs> accompanied President Moon Jae of South Korea to the United Nations this week and filmed a music video in the UN's assembly hall. That could be the one, the only, and yes, I am a card-carrying member of the army. That is BTS, Adam. That is uh, BTS. You know, I chose that one because I didn't think you would know the pop questions. But, what are you talking uh, about? I love BTS. Okay. That that was me doing an imitation of Joe Batant singing. Okay, good. Uh, French leaders expressed outrage over a submarine pact between the United States, Australia, and Britain. Yes. Yes, Which of these did they do in protest? Oh, select all that apply, Daniel. Oh, okay. They canceled a gala. Do you say gala or gala? I don't know, gala. Uh, they canceled a gala celebrating the Revolutionary War. No. They expelled all American troops stationed at French military bases. No, they recalled their ambassadors, though. Uh, they recalled their ambassadors from U.S. and Australia. Yes, they did that. Removed hamburgers from the Palais <laughs> Bourbon cafeteria. <laughs> hamburgers will no longer be called hamburgers. They will now be called snooty, palais, snooty American sandwiches. Kind of like our freedom fries. Uh, no, that didn't happen, probably. Took down a replica Statue of Liberty in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the one. That's the only one that just I know of. Just the one. Just the one okay. that I know of. Huh? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you missed one. Oh, so, so I get uh, I get a half point. You uh, so there were two correct answers. Yeah, so canceled a, a gala celebrating the Revolutionary War. 
and recalled their ambassadors. So uh, you got one out of two there. Right. So I got half. So currently I stand at two and a half points. I get one more. That was your fifth question. No, that was my uh, fourth. You even we even went through this. That that was your fourth question. I now I'm I have two and a half points out of a possible five. I get my last shot here, Adam. I get my fifth question. That was your fifth question. BTS was your fourth question. Oh, wait. Then I have three and a half points. Okay, then I have three and a half points. Okay, I forgot that I got. uh, All right. So what's the next thing we do? I forget. You put sixty seconds on the clock. The game begins in three, two, one. Could have said it like more exciting. What Great Lakes state has more shoreline than the entire U.S. Atlantic seaboard? Indiana. Michigan. What model appeared topless on the self-penned 1993 novel Pirate? Brooke Shields. Fabio. What controversial form of cheap labor did Alabama return to workforce in 1995 after a 30-year absence? <laughs> Slaves? <laughs> no, chain gangs. Oh. <laughs> what car parts require alignment in tote, camber, and caster? Wheels. Correct. What newscaster lost five brothers and sisters in China during World War II? Uh, Walter Cronkite. Connie Chung. Who asked for a 23 million salary because 23 was his jersey number? No idea. Absolutely no idea. Uh, Michael Jordan. Oh, of course. Of course so, it was Michael Jordan. Uh, you got, uh, I got, you one. got one. I got one. Out of six. On top of my three and a half points I had, that gives me a four and a half out of five. You know, you could argue whether that's an A minus or a B plus, but it's it's pretty high up there, Adam. Got me with the gala question. How dare you get me with the gala question? Uh, I still have those galas. I'm telling you, I should have started this. They'll, they'll get you. I should have started this exit music at the beginning of the contest because I still haven't uh, uh, edited it down. So, are you ever going to edit it down? Yes, one day I will remember. Cause... To do so, actually, I should have told you that when you showed up early for the show tonight, that's what I was working on. Oh yeah, Adam, I was I was working I was on it then. Down yeah. The news. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I, was yeah. Edit, I was busy editing down this uh, thing so that it wouldn't take forty-two fucking seconds. <sighs> okay, Adam. Uh, I think there's something that we need to do. Oh. I have to find it though. <laughs> Yeah, we there's a there's a our executive producer Cyclone yeah. spends hours and hours and hours putting together a list of things that happened in this day in history. Really? On yeah, this day, so the, the day that we're recording. The day that we're recording. Wow. Yeah, so we can interest everyone in the audience. Mhm. With that information. Wow, that's amazing. So this is from the Mix Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. For September 24th. Uh, Happy National Cherries Jubilee Day, Adam. Did you have Cherries Jubilee today? You did have a black cherry seltzer. I did. That was my, that was my, uh, I thought you knew that it was National Cherries Jubilee. That's why I had my black cherry seltzer water. Uh, You know, you can make Cherries Jubilee at home. Recipes do vary, but you can find any number of easy recipes online to try it out uh, for yourself. 
I tell you what you don't want to do, though, Daniel. You don't want to pour the gelatin in the boiling <laughs> cherries. You want to dissolve the gelatin first because it clumps. That's that's what I got to say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean that's a that's a fact. Adam, today is National Koala Day. Also, I don't know if you knew it's that. Save that's that's why you want. Oh, our sorry, kids. sorry, sorry, sorry. I hit a oh. thing. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, yeah, it's National Koala Day. Um, are it's you save the koala day, Daniel? Save the koala day. Oh, it's. <laughs> I was distracted because it. This happened today. This is this is this is called serendipity. I think is that what it's called. When something happens, you know, right? Serendipitously. Like, I didn't, sure. I had not uh, yet seen that today was Save the Koala Day when okay. I, I, I heard this TikTok today. What's a hill that you're willing to die on a thousand percent of the time? Oh my God, I've been waiting for this one. Koalas are one of the most garbage, stupid trash animals ever to exist. Here's why. To start off, they have one of the smallest brain to body ratios out of any single mammal. And not only is their brain just small, it is completely and entirely smooth. Most mammals have their brains folded to increase surface area so the neurons can fire faster, thus making them think better. Not koalas. It is a big, pink, fleshy, gray matter egg up inside their skull. They are so stupid. If you took the leaves off of a branch of what the koala eats and put it on a flat surface, it wouldn't recognize it as food. It could be in a room filled with what they eat and it will fucking starve to death because that's how stupid it is. Although it makes sense because the only thing that they eat is eucalyptus, which not only is poisonous to almost every other mammal, has almost zero nutritional value, okay? The only food they eat doesn't give them any nutritional value or energy at all, so they sleep 80% of the fucking time. They sleep about 20 hours a day. The other four, they're spent screaming like fucking banshees. You ever heard of koala scream before? Watch, this is going to make you hate them with me. Do you see what I mean? So after they're done screaming like fucking Satan, they either sleep again or eat more poison garbage leaves. Which there you go, Adam. That was, I just that was very huh. serendipitous. I guess that he's, that was uh, on today. He's very opinionated <laughs> about koalas, and he sounds Canadian to me because I felt like he said a boot. Yeah, a boot. At one point, and uh, I don't, I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. what was? Well, I know what he's got against koalas, but uh, wow. Uh, in 1973. Construction began on Florida's uh, General Electric's Carousel of Progress here at the, the Magic Kingdom in in Florida. Is that still a thing? It is. Did you know that the uh, Carousel of Progress, which we have here in Florida, was uh, the original attraction? It, it was the one that came from the World's Fair in 1967. I want to say. Um, and then it went to Disneyland. It was at Disneyland for many years. And then they moved that. We built a pavilion to house it here. They moved it over here. Uh, it is, it's in the Guinness book of world records as the longest running stage show, uh, of its, you know, ever or continuously running stage show or something like that. Uh, but anyway, yes, no, it is still here. So it, this is they, the day that, that, that we started building the, 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 the pavilion. I feel like one time when I was at Disney at Epcot, there was a ride where you were on, I feel like you were on a boat. Yes. And you go through all this scientific Yes, it's called The Land. Yes. Where yes. there's like, a, they, they even have plants growing yes, in one. Yes, you go through the greenhouse. Yes. 
Do they still have yes, that? They absolutely oh. do. Yeah. Wow. Uh, speaking of boats, Adam, in 2006, the cruise ship, the Disney Wonder, made its inaugural visit to St. Kitts and Nevis. Nevis or Nevis? Nevis? I don't know, but I'm guessing Nevis. Nevis. All right, we'll say Nevis. Uh, so, yeah, September 24th. The Disney Wonder. The Disney, I, we didn't sail on the Wonder. The Wonder was, was uh, the smaller ship. We, we, you know, I don't know which uh, ship we sailed on, but I really like Disney the best so far. Well, they so they had two small boats, which I think was the Wonder and something else. The Magic. There's one called Wishes, or well, that's the brand new one. That's the brand new one. The Wishes. Uh, oh, okay. But the the one we sailed on was the Dream, which I think the Dream and the and its sister ship are the bigger two ships. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, in 1789, on September 24th, the very first Supreme Court was established by an act of Congress by President George Washington. How's that, Adam? How many justices were there? There were 1712. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Wow. You can read. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Six, it doesn't. Six. There were okay. six. Oh, well, that's an even number. That what Six? Yeah. That's not smart. Uh, also, uh, in September 24th, in 1890, the Mormon Church officially renounced polygamy. Did they, though? Did they? They did. They did. Okay. Wink, uh, wink. Yeah. Is that, is that a, like wink, 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 wink nudge, wink. nudge? Yeah, we, we hey. renounced polygamy. Wink's as good as a nudge to a blind bat, eh? Uh, in 1968, the, the first episodes of 60 Minutes, the first episode of 60 Minutes aired on TV, on the television machine, Adam. So how old that, would that make it? 78, 88, 98, 2008, 2018. So it's 53 years old. What year was it? Did I say? 68. Yeah, yeah. I was born in 67 and I'm 54. So yeah, 53. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's just cut to the crap. Let's go to the real news. The weekly world news from September 24th of 1996. Elvis's body, Adam, was stolen. How could that be, Daniel? Elvis did not really die. Elvis he Presley's body alive. was stolen from what was supposed to be its final resting place at his Graceland mansion on August 24th, touching off an international search that reached a fever pitch when grave robbers demanded $100 million for the return of the king's remains. Uh, I don't I don't remember this fever pitch. I was alive in 1996. So were you. Uh, do you remember there being a fever pitch? Do you remember like that no, being I in don't. the paper? Ever? I don't remember Elvis's body being stolen. So I I thought he was still alive. Uh, and in 1996, the hottest new sport in America was dumpster diving. Find treasure in your neighborhood trash bin. You can find a treasure trove of first-rate goods, all free for the taking, in your local dumpster. I mean, isn't that what you do to find patio furniture? I do not go to dumpsters. Out of, now, I'm not saying that if one of my neighbors left a really nice patio set at their curb, like they were wanting someone to, you know, come pick it up. I would, if I needed it, I would, I would take it. Okay. Would you not? I if you probably needed, not. If you probably needed not. patio furniture. Yeah. And... A neighbor of yours, like they were moving out or whatever, and they just left it out on the roadway, like for the trash to pick up. 
You wouldn't you wouldn't take it? I mean, I can't say for sure I haven't been in that situation, but I'm not a fan of used articles of anything. Let me tell you, I don't like eating leftovers. If you were, if you were going to rummage through people's trash, here are some helpful hints. Don't waste time. Go right for the best stuff by looking for goodie indicators, boxes sealed with tape, produce boxes, or, or a sturdy box that might have been packed with still usable goods. Oh. For the best finds, target dumpsters outside of grocery stores, discount stores, or other retail stores that are likely to throw away the goods you want. Oh, I'll tell you. I will tell you something, Daniel. This is a real thing. I'm giving you the inside scoop. You went through the trash at Ethan no. Allen? No, no, no. At Pier 1, Yes. when we threw stuff away, because there was time, there were times when, I don't even know why, I don't know if they recalled stuff or what, but when we had to throw things away, yeah. if it was a pillow, we had to slash it with a razor blade first. <laughs> if it was a piece of furniture, they had spray paint. And we had to like like damage it with a hammer and then spray paint it because that is how they that is how they ensured that people didn't dumpster dive behind the pier one and get merchandise <laughs> that they didn't buy. I kid you not. I have slashed so many pillows with razor blades in my life because of that pier one. Just because of pier one. Yeah. All right. Uh Adam, there were uh movies on September 24th of some year and one of them was probably number one in the box office. In fact, I would say it was absolutely uh, number one in the box office. Uh, I'm going to play you a theme song of a number one movie from September 24th of some year. I need you to, Adam, to tell me what movie is this theme song to? Um, I want to smash say, the pillows. I'm going to say uh, Jackass number two. Jackass number two. Well, that is absolutely correct. Uh, that is. You know, the, I could uh, go on. We're still finishing America's Got Talent from mm-hmm. the summer. Oh, it was and, so uh, bad this so, year. It so was so bad this year. I didn't so even anyway, watch the. I didn't even watch the finale. I didn't even care who won because I felt like every single act this year sucked. The the young guy who does the the twirling in the air thing, the sixteen year old. Yes, he's going to be really cute in two years. I can't really call him cute now, but he's going to be really Why? cute he in uh, really two cute. years. He's very cute right now. Um, well, he's underage. Uh, anyway, um, but I was going to say, I should go on America's Got Talent with the skill that I've got, being able to just pick a movie. You should out of the air. You should. That could That's, be my skill. That could be your skill. You could you could ask uh, the judges. Heidi, I would like for you to reach into this can and, uh, you know, pick a, a, a movie or just think of a movie and write it down. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to guess. Mm-hmm. Can you hum the theme song? <laughs> right. <laughs> There's some people whose birthdays fell on September 24th. Did you know that? Usually every day there's some birthdays. Mm-hmm. Continuing on with our shirtless theme, uh, we got a picture of Ben Platt turned 28 today. Oh. Uh, Morgan Ham and Paul Ham, two U.S. Olympic gymnasts uh, from, oh, from, uh, looks like from Australia. Uh, they uh, both turned 39. 
Are they twins? No, one's shorter than the other. Anyway, uh, Ross Matthews turned 42. Uh, I don't know the rest they of these. They must people. be twins. They're the same age. <laughs> yes, that's... <laughs> all people who are the same age are no, twins. They're brothers, and they're the same age. No, no, no. They they are brothers We don't know the that they're brothers. Age. They could be cousins. They have, have the same uh, last name. Kevin Sorbo turned 63. Uh, today was also Phil Hartman's uh, birthday, who tragically died in 1998. So, uh, also, Chi-Chi Devane, who is dead, sadly, uh, from RuPaul's Drag Race. Lou Dobbs turned 76. Anyone else on this list that you recognize? Uh, no one of note, Daniel. No one, no one of, of note. note. Happy birthday to all of you. From oh, all, Ross Matthews. I already said Ross Matthews, but that's, that's, that's good. Right? Oh. Happy birthday. I don't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you not listen to me, Adam? That's, uh... Well, apparently I don't, because, I mean, if you already said it and I didn't clearly, hear it. Clearly. I, you know, I, I listen to your shows. All right, As I'll be, did I I'll be, listen to your show when you did it before I you will be honest up. with you. I'll be honest with you. I don't listen to your Big Brother show because... No, that's fine. Because I don't You like don't Big, watch Big Brother. I don't watch Big Brother. I did pop into the chat room one night because you guys were recording and I just happened to see someone type in the chat room. I was like, oh, are they streaming right now? And I actually was able to listen to a little bit. But that was the night that you had to eat. So you, you, no one stayed around. I, I okay. come in really late. On that show, but anyway, I listen to your shows, and so I'm I'm following with great interest. By the way, you didn't mention that Elvira came out. You completely missed it. Why don't you mention it? <laughs> it was also included in our packet. Uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, is a lesbian. Okay, keep going. You listen. Do you, you have listen. anything to add to that? Are you are you happy? Are you sad that Elvira that when you first read it, did you go, "Oh God"? Well, it's great, good for her. I mean, that, that's great. Uh, although I was thinking, you know, is she is she a lesbian or is she bi? Because she was married to a guy, and then she fell in love with a woman who looks like a guy at the gym. I was just thinking, okay, so she likes women. That's fine. But she also liked men at one point. So she's probably bi. But she came out anyway. You know what? She is whatever she. Yeah. Congratulations. She is whatever she identifies with. I wonder if I could tell her to come on in guys. Oh, my God. Or or if. Oh, my God. I just I was going to bitch about those people. And now it turns out that you are those people. That's just so. uh, I'm not. I was making a joke. Oh, my goodness. Can't even make a joke. Anyway, keep 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 going. Oh, you snowflakes. Can't even make a joke with you snowflakes. (laughs) Don't talk about me like that. Um. I was all right. So I'm listening with rapt attention as you and your co-host Joe Behance, um, the uh, the hungry chola. Oh, so this isn't about geeky gay. This is about throwing down. Okay, yeah, it's about go ahead. throwing up. Uh, your your show that you do with Joe Behance. Yeah, you stream it live every couple of weeks here on Pride Forty Eight, right? On Tuesday. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. At uh, I mean, sometimes it changes, but it's it usually around seven p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, uh, you guys, uh, Joe has decided to go on Weight Watchers so that you and you now have a Weight Watchers buddy. Yes. 
Well, I, th- I think he was he had done other diets with his right. other co-hosts. And the before, thing that yeah. I love about this immediately, yeah. it is clear that you have never looked at a Weight Watchers app or. <laughs> Program. I have no, no. I've got other than the most cursory uh, possible look at it because every question that he had for you about well you've been doing Weight Watchers for several years what is what is the answer to this and you're just like I don't know I have no idea what that is I don't know what that is what do you call those I, extra points that you get every week I don't know I don't I don't I don't look at that it's that too bad. bright I, I can't show you but I no I look at it every day I track my points mm-hmm. it's a very good app I'm just saying that as the the the, the product owner of Weight Watchers for this experiment, well, I, I would have know. expected you to have, have done. I, I, I was disappointed with your PowerPoint, Adam. I was he disappointed. Didn't, he didn't tell me he was going to ask me questions on the air about Weight Watchers. He didn't tell me I needed to prepare. The, I don't know what they the, call Adam, their Adam, those are, those are project manager words. You are a product owner. I need you to not be like a I'm damn a product, product manager, manager. Not a product owner. Oh. But... We yeah. Uh, well, I'm, right, I'm anyway, so, so sorry, I was. Daniel. Here's the thing, though. I, this is what blows my mind. Yes. What blows? A- your and mind? this kind of feeds back into the whole survivor thing of dropping guys from the phrase "come on, guys." Okay. I don't understand. I don't think I'll ever understand the mentality that when someone says something different, um, that. The other person immediately assumes that they're talking bad about them. So I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. You were talking about points with Joe about the the kind of things on Weight Watchers that cost points. Like, oh, I do this because it's only two points, or I do this because it's you know, and an egg McMuffin is ten points, and you know, yeah. And the things that Weight Watchers steers you away from. Because you were like, oh, that's got a lot of butter in it. That would be a lot of points. Fat and carbs. I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, on my diet, I can have as much butter as I could eat a stick of butter. I could literally sit down with a spoon and eat a stick of butter. That is on my diet. And it, but I know in the back of my mind that if I say that to you, you're immediately going to think, you're telling me that my diet is no. wrong and stuff like that, right? It's just like, but you're not. But my point is, is that it's just so weird that everyone claims to have the answer to weight loss. Everyone claims to have the answer to, you know, this is this is how we get fad diets, right? It's like, and yet here we are in 2021, a millennia into human evolution, at least. Well, more than two millennia into uh, human evolution, and we we still don't know all there is to know about dieting, right? Is, I'm is, waiting for the pill because I would love to just have a pill and be able to eat whatever I want and just take a pill every day, whatever it is. No, I get what I th- you're I saying. I think they Although, have that. It's it's called speed. <laughs> I mean, you could or or uh, or I could uh, take laxatives. Meth. Um, I think you could just you, take meth. What, have you tried that? I think the reason people on meth lose weight is because they don't eat. They're just on meth and they're no, so meth hopped up an, on meth. No, they meth don't is eat. an amphetamine. So they, well, yeah. anyway, so, but I don't think they eat because I think they're just hopped up on meth and they're just like bouncing off the walls and not thinking about eating. But, um, I don't think, and I know you're not talking about me, but I'm going to talk about me for a second. I do not feel that when we talk about diets, I have ever said, Oh, your diet is wrong or you're doing it the wrong way. What I have said is 
first of all, I've tried every diet out there. If there's a diet, like I've tried it. And yes, it works. But for me, it I'm miserable on that because I don't have enough variety of because I like I like to have carbs and some sugar and some other things. See, that's that's where we differ, right? That's how people differ. It's like I I don't have a sweet tooth. It's like I don't miss bread. Yeah, but the thing is, like, if I have steak, like, if I have steak, yes, I need to have a baked potato with it. Oh, I don't. Like, there's like I can't just eat a steak and be satisfied. I mean, I'm a meat and potatoes. I could eat a chicken thigh wrapped in a steak, wrapped inside of a bacon, and that would be perfectly great. That would be a perfect dinner right there. Yeah, to me, that feels like I'm on a diet because I'm restricted to just the meat. Oh, I'm not restricted. I'm going to say that would be like a cheat thing for me. That would like, if you could have, Daniel, young Daniel, if you could have anything you'd want, anything at all, what would you want? I would be like, I would like a hamburger shoved inside of a steak, shoved inside of, you know, like a chicken thigh. That would be, uh, please. What would they call it? You. you know what your duck in is like a, yeah. a, a turkey with a duck and a <laughs> chicken just, yeah. and like a, there, 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 there'd be a word for it. But, but, no, I, I, but, 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 but the conversation I wanted to have you with you, Adam. Anyway, I think whatever works for you is great. I just right. couldn't. And I've I, tried we all it agree on that. But, but isn't it weird? The conversation I wanted to have with you was, is that isn't it wild that we're kind of doing the exact opposite things and yet we're both getting results from them. It just shows how varied and adaptive the, the human body is. And, you know, there are multiple ways to do things. And it, you know, that no one yeah. is really, we, that we don't know enough for anyone to be an expert. We don't even know what genes like cause your metabolism to speed up and slow down and stuff. I read an article. Yeah, it's amazing. I read an article the other day, speaking of amazing, uh, that said that a new study has come out saying that you actually, your metabolism actually does not go down as you age. Yes, that is noticeably. a common misconception. It turns they out that- They just did a study. Right. Turns out that people just- get lazier as they get on. They just don't move as much. They said it's sedentary lifestyles and diet. I'll tell you what contributes. uh, (laughs) I'll tell you what contributes to this sedentary lifestyle. And then I'll get off my soapbox. Today was the deadline to sign up for that damn zombie game at work. And I just, the other day, saw another article supporting the research that they did that says that if you, 7,500 is the upper number of steps that you should take in a day. Anything after 7,500 $7, steps, you're really just risking like hurting yourself. It's like you, 7,500 is the maximum number of steps that you should take in a day. And this zombie challenge like has I everybody- I was gonna go back to zombie had, challenge. No, but I also knew. my Fitbit, I, I was looking at my <laughs> Fitbit account today online and their weekly goal was 70,000 steps, which is 10,000 steps a day. I'm just like, but this is not supported by any kind of science. It's like, why? What the fuck? It always comes back to either the zombie game or she's not doing so well. One of the two, it's always going to come back to those. You know, Adam, if uh, people would like to email us, they could do so. The email address is contact at mixminuspodcast.com they wanted to send us a voicemail they could do that too adam did you know that yeah it's a uh, contact at what a voicemail voicemail dot mix minus podcast.com you, you mean they could just go there in their browser to yeah. voicemail dot mix minus podcast.com it's best on a phone 
Yeah, like on a cell phone. Just, they the button just yeah. press a button and start talking to us. But yeah. you can do it on your computer too. Uh, or you can email us a sound file. We'll take that. Contact at Mix. Have we? I'm curious if contact at Mix Minus Podcast still even works because we have not gotten an email in so long. Somebody test it right now. Email uh, us. We will not be here next week. So October 1st, we will not be on Pride 48. So do not show up listening, expecting the mix to be there. We won't be there. Uh, but we'll be back the week after that. Good night, Adam. Good night, Daniel. David. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.